Hey everyone, welcome back to Boozy Book Reports. I'm Beth. And I'm Sam. And we're your two favorite boozy-ish. I'm actually a lot boozy. Sam forced me to do a gingerbread shot of rum. How was dare it? you? It was not forced. It was just gingerbread Capmo. It literally, you always have such fun beverages. And again, I'm always thinking like, wow, this is so special. And you're like, Beth, you can buy it at the grocery store. So I'm pretty sure we did not buy that. I'm pretty sure that was left at my house on purpose by another person who did not like it oh i like i didn't think i was a rum person but maybe not rum shots all the time but like it was good and i really like the gingerbread after effect you would like delicious yeah maybe more spiced rum maybe i should do a dark and stormy type thing oh i don't know that is but it sounds wonderful now i know what i'm gonna make for the next one okay well i'm just excited it is the holiday season we are jingle belling all up in here and tonight we are looking at a very special sacred story called Mm. the gift of the magi yes i said that with a question mark (laughs) it is (laughs) maybe this is what i read maybe that's what i read (laughs) it is a very short story and you can get it for free uh online which is exciting and if you would like it read to you there are various versions on the on the youtubes so um lots of nice readers out there so you can mr o henry oh henry which oh I meant to do like research on him and then I was like, no, but I did find out this was first published in 1905 in a newspaper. And I was like, wow, 1905 was a really long time ago. This is very true. It's like, um, kind of impressive that it's lasted the test of time. I think this is the oldest one we've read. It is. It's the oldest story we've read. It's the shortest story we've read. Yes. And it is, uh, uh, I had the most visceral reaction to it. So I'm excited to get into it. What? I know. Bef- but before we get into the story, we're going to get into the drinks. Okay. And Sam made a doozy. It is freaking beautiful. Oh, it is eggnog. So it is the, uh, I don't know if hopefully people at home have seen Binging with Babish, but it's Babish's Country Bumpkin Eggnog, which it is super simple to make. Don't, there's no making a custard. There's no making an it. You just crack an egg and you know, the egg gets cooked as you shake it all up. But yeah, it's just super straightforward. And as I told Beth earlier, I lost weight during the pandemic <laughs> and then I regained it drinking these in the winter of 2020. So I drank a lot of these. Oh, so they good. look so good. They're so pretty. And Sam used, it looks like a vintage glass. Yes. I got these at Goodwill and Ooh. I got these about a year and a half ago on our first trip back to Goodwill post uh, lockdown. And uh, these have become the designated eggnog glasses. Well, it smells amazing. Yeah, it has so a nice lemon zest to it. What's in this Orange one? zest. There's orange oh, sorry. zest. Uh, there's a, a little bit of nutmeg on top. And then there's egg and some uh, cognac, maraschino, and bourbon. So it's mostly booze, egg, and a tiny... We used almond milk. Someone here is a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> i think you oh, can have no. milk as a vegetarian too. <laughs> no oh Vegan. oh there's an egg in it <laughs> but okay yes i don't know what's <laughs> happening but i am loving it so okay i'm well, ready to cheers cheers Let's do it. cheers oh my gosh that's spicy mm, this is di- dangerous i don't really taste the alcohol <laughs> just kidding i don't taste the alcohol too too much yeah um well, I maybe I used a little more almond milk than I normally would, but it is uh so this we split a recipe between the two of us and there are three shots of booze and the f- single person recipe. I was very buzzed at I I don't know if we needed that shot before we started cuz instantly I'm just like, "Hey, 
It's time to play. I might have to call Kevin here yeah. in a little bit for a ride. Wow. Okay. You like that though? It's good. Yeah. I thought it would be thicker because I'm thinking of like old school eggnog yeah. that I haven't drank in years. So but. if you make the eggnog that like, you, you know, if you make it the full way, it, it is that way. But uh, I don't know. I kind of like the thinner one. It's very drinkable. It's. I don't think if it was thick eggnog, I would be able to drink it. It's too. That's too like much chewing. Also, when you add the booze to thick eggnog, it does thin it out. So, well, that's what a rational person that's thinking clearly would be like. Oh, yeah. Adding liquid to thick liquid makes thinner liquid. But not me. I think make thicker liquid and have to eat. So, well, that's how uh, that's how (laughs) some boozes work. If you make a Belfast or the Guinness and the Bailey's and then it gets chunky. If you don't drink it. Have you ever done one of those? Girl, do you think I've done any of that? Like you have it? I haven't done anything, oh, Sam. Okay, so every this, cocktail I've tried is with you, basically. This is uh, there's there's a, a sort of a historically inappropriate name for these. Yes, that we, we will not be we using. We will not be using, but uh, a Belfast is another way to refer to it. And uh, so it's you know when you drop a shot of Bailey's into Guinness, they used to have those for three dollars in college and we would go and just drink one of those and it's like extended release drunk for me okay like three dollars and i would be a gift a happy happy woman the rest of the night and just go dance at connor o'neill's in boulder love it yeah i love it yeah okay so speaking of love Hmm. i okay christmas season is actually not my favorite holiday my favorite holiday is the thanksgiving season however this is a very close second and so in order to prepare for this, I have been like definitely trying to be in the Christmas spirit watching like holiday films and like, let's be real. I just wanted to watch some Hallmark cheesy ass stuff, uh, which was great. But this definitely reminded me of that a little bit. Um, the like, story oh, of yes. a cheesy oh, Hallmarky yeah. yeah, if you just movie. make her from the city and him from the country, it's, it is a Hallmark plot. Yeah. Yes. There's actually a Hallmark-ish movie, one of those types. Yeah. I saw it on the YouTube when I was doing some research. It's on there and it's called The Gift of the Magi and it's a full-on romantic comedy. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like maybe I'll watch it. Probably not. But anyway, let's get into the story. So again, please transport your brain to 1905 because that is when the story is set. And the story starts off, and it, well, the story stars two, two younger married people, uh, a, a lady and a man, De- Della and... Della Reese. Oh, that's her name? Della Reese? No, it's just Della. Della <laughs> Reese? Della Reese? That's a real person, right? Yeah, it's the lady from Touched by an Angel, the oh, older woman. Yeah. Okay. Della Reese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they are this happy color, and he has like a very colorful name. His name is Mr. James Dillingham Young. And it is like, like they discuss his name for a full paragraph, which in a six page story tells you how important it is. I don't understand why. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So they set the scene and this is a poor, poor couple. They're renting out an $8 a week room, which furnished and it's tiny. They talk about how thin they are constantly because the rooms are so small and they're so slender to pass through the doorways. I was like, cool story, bro. Um, but anyway, it's it's a good it's interesting. So they've set the scene of this young couple. The husband was making thirty dollars a week, and then something happened, and now he's making twenty dollars a week. Which so means if it's eight, is it eight dollars a day for rent? A week over. A week over. Yeah. So, so it's. You're you're above the third. You're supposed to only spend a third of your your oh, income on rent. Not anymore. No. Sorry, millennials and Gen Z. Anyway, and so 
clearly they don't have a ton of money and she's a stay at home wife because that's what you, that was your option kind of in back in the day. Not, 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 true? Yeah. Yes. Not for, you could have worked. She could have worked. Maybe she, she wasn't I working. Well. Many women did work. Yes. I think only mostly not only wealthy Maybe women. privileged women. Yeah. I didn't work. I think. Mm. Yeah. But she's, she could her, have been a laundress. She, she could, could have, have worked been in a, a factory. Oh, that sounds horrible in 1905. She could have been a seamstress. But she was none of those things. She, she was, was definitely a, a, a trad wife. Is that how you say it? That's how I say it. <laughs> when I talk about how I'm going to become a trad wife. <laughs> but she was she was like scrimping and saving. So she was like saving money on the groceries and whatnot because yeah. she wanted to buy her husband an amazing birthday, not birthday, Christmas present. Somebody's birthday. It was baby Jesus's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> She's going to buy a baby Jesus birthday present for James Dillingham Young, Esquire. Oh, gosh. But she ends up only saving $1.87. Girl did not understand extreme couponing. Oh, it was so bad. That show's terrifying. Um, I think it's impressive. It's very impressive, but the hoard is too much for me. I'm like, I can't have 27 bottles of one thing. Uh, no. I would die. Well, uh, again. Let me say that. Going I could back to have the that. pandemic with this drink. Yeah. 52 pounds of flour. <laughs> <laughs> I still have I like use it. a 20 pound bag of rice. I only ate like five and a half pounds of it. And I'm like, at what point do I just say it it's bad? Go bad? Okay. Maybe. Well, at least that's the, that's how my family operated with a very large bag of rice we had for multiple years. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Anyway. So homegirl, they literally spend a lot of time just talking about how she's so excited to like buy her husband a gift. And the key thing here is though, is that girlfriend had this long ass hair and she's like touching it and they talk about it and she's like standing before a window and it's like behind her and she's just so beautiful and blah 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 it is her glory yeah i mean good for her i mean i haven't had a good hair day in like 15 years uh it's very sad i mean mine was close to that long you after had the long lockdown, hair but it was not beautiful it was gross <laughs> and once it touched my leg on the bite oh gosh that's yeah. when you're like no that's that was when i i swore i would cut it off yeah like it no. tickled my knee and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so um, James loves her hair. Yeah. James Young loves her hair. And she's a queen to him, which is a lovely sentiment, I guess. Um, but again, they talk about her hair for like two pages. And it's very important, which hair's a weird thing in general. Yes. Like especially like in the black community, there's this whole notion of good hair, not to get, we're not going to go there, but it's like a whole thing and exhausting. And I don't know, there's a lot, I don't, we put too much emphasis on hair. And then so much of like the people's hair that we appreciate is like fake anyway. Yeah. And I'm just like, honestly though, like for, I really wanted to gift myself the gift of like, a halo or a weave or extensions or a wig because I have fine hair and but I want fine hair and so I think you have beautiful hair it's that was sounded very like from a foreign country oh like it, you had a little <laughs> the lilt was funny it in was, it. <laughs> uh, no but I think your hair is really beautiful oh, that's very kind of you but it's very fine and so it's like if I want to wear it like straight and like beautiful i don't have volume i remember watching like pantene pro vive commercials when i was a kid and you know how they would shake i know it's fake guys i know 
But as a kid, I didn't know that. I thought people's hair just came in that thick and luxurious and shiny. And I would just try to make that happen. And then I would end up putting a towel on my head. Did you ever do this? You put the towel on your head and pretend it's long hair. That was me. Oh, I just did it to dry it. Nope. You like put it on and then you let it, the whole thing just fall behind you. And then you swish it and you maybe put a headband on and now you have long hair. So I actually just did have long hair. But and I'll tell you, (laughs) it was really fine and it was really flat all the time. And every so often I would spend time to like curl it up and then uh, do the thing where you flip it Mm -hmm. and then you spray all the hairspray in and you swish it back and forth to build volume very 80s very 80s but it never lasted the minute i broke a sweat which was very i'm a sweat i come from a sweaty family uh (laughs) the minute i broke a sweat it would just be like yeah now you're a wet duck it's like great i'm so happy that this is my life now yeah Um, and i smell like hairspray (laughs) so Della's very sad in this story because she does not have enough to buy what she wants to buy for her husband her husband is a watch fiend so he has a pocket watch and he loves it. It was like from her, he inherited it from his grandpa or something. And so she wants to buy a chain for the pocket watch, which just, again, tells you the era that we're in. I would love to see somebody just whip out a pocket watch at work or something and be like, okay. You know, um, my husband keeps his keys on like a chain that he buys from a uh, Hot Topic. Oh my gosh. He's like the email boy from the like he is. 90s. Okay, he locked or himself early out of his office one time. And ever since he has like, like a goth chain. <laughs> And it's like, does it hang low? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, never again will I lock myself (laughs) out. I mean, fair. Yeah. There's nothing more traumatic than having to go to security and be like, can you let me into my office? Yeah, but it it looks funny because he's wearing nice pants, not Jinko jeans. (laughs) It's wrong. (laughs) It doesn't match. It doesn't quite fit, but you know what? That's fine. He's a beautiful, beautiful independent man. Yes. Um, So this independent. Well, somewhat independent. She's not independent. This this woman decides to go and she wants more money. Yes. And she doesn't have very many resources, but she does have long hair. And she goes to this hair lady. Yes. And and she pulls a fantine from Les Mis. And just cuts it off. She like did it in such a traumatic way, too, because she just was like she had like a brown hat on and brown jacket. They're talking about this. And she runs in there. She's like, just do it. And the lady's like, I'll give you $20. She's like, just do it. Just do it. Cuts it. Takes the money. Runs. Because she was going to be so upset. Yeah, but have you like you kind of have to do it that way. If you've had like long hair forever yeah. and especially in my family, it was always, oh, you have such beautiful long hair. I remember mm-hmm. I cut it into a bob once in college. And, it, you know, my, you would have my mom cried like she acted mm. like it was not a renewable resource that was yeah. going to come back you yeah. know in a, a pretty reasonable amount of time and so i think if you're used to having like long hair and that especially is what you think people like about you yeah then you have to just go in and like say do it do it do it because yeah if you think about it then you won't do it that was like all the pandemic girls that like shaved their heads early pandemic and there's like the tiktok like do it do it just do it kind of thing yeah. and they did it um we call that the big chop in the black community. Like, so it's like, oh, you do the big chop to cut off all the nice. old or whatever. And, but yeah, hair's a weird, th- hair has such a weird, like, Connotation. again, I'm not like a social science 
PhD, but there's some weird crap around I mean, here. Think about like the uh, there's like all the the sort of traditional conservative groups, right? That you know uh, the Gothard people, where you had to keep your hair a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, hair is a uh, in some sense an element of control. You're controlling yeah. how these women look. You're saying the you FLDS. have to yes, yeah. FLDS. You have to keep it really long. You can't cut it. They only have no, hair, there's biblical things about hair is a woman's glory. Or do you remember the year was like 2000 something? And Felicity was the hottest show. And she had this big, beautiful, curly hair. This girl, Felicity. I cannot remember the actress's name because your girl's a little tipsy. Kira Knightley? No. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely no, she's not. She's in a Austin land. Yes. And uh, she was also in the Noxzema girl. No, she yeah, wasn't. What was her name? I can't not remember. Not Kira Sedgwick. It's nope. a K. It's K. Okay. Kirsten I'm, Dunst. No, that's not, not I know, her either. I know. I'm just that's saying, you, it on. You, you check. But I'm she, she had this, lo- this beautiful like thick curly hair and at the end of the first season she like they they i remember watching it and like so carrie russell carrie russell and they show like her kind of sitting anxiously in a chair of a hairdresser and you just hear a clip and then the hair falls down it's like oh my gosh cliffhanger season two starts her hair is so short everybody hates it they're like the show's ratings decline immensely it was on the CW and the CW like upper upper people, they decided like from then on, people literally could not cut their hair without permission. Nobody could do a big chop after that because their ratings fell so significantly. Crazy. She has curly hair though. My sister will tell you not to do that with curly hair too, because my sister also has curly yeah. hair. And, and it just yeah, 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 yeah. The shrinkage is real. Yeah. But it was it was a whole thing. So this was a whole thing in the search. So she Big chops her hair. When I big chopped mine, I the only thing I cared about was that my head wasn't lumpy. Oh, yeah. I was like, what if? Oh, I could never. What I have, if I'm Professor Quirrell from Harry Potter? Oh, gosh. And secretly <laughs> there's like a face. Oh, gosh. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Joe, my my person, Joe, said I was fine. Now, now her her hair was not quite that short. It was, it was definitely like a bob. We're bob territory. But she's like super excited she 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 sells her sells her hair and then she runs instantly and goes buys this gold gold chain for jim yes which is what she lovingly calls her husband and she paid 21 dollars for it and she ran home with the chain and her 87 cents and she's so excited (sighs) disaster is about to strike yes as as you well know it has to it Otherwise, has to because why would this no be a climax. story yeah the climax is a woman cuts her hair and everything is made better for it <laughs> the end <laughs> uh, okay so <laughs> the story talks about how she like gets home she like quiets her mind a little bit and then she began to think about this everything more reasonably and she's like I don't know, trying to just like get her life together. It took her about 40 minutes to collect herself. And then she's, this is makes me laugh. She's like, with her short hair, she looked wonderfully like a schoolboy. And I was just like, ma'am, that was not the goal. No, but she also curls it up, right? She also like does her hair for the first time. At least oh, I forgot copy that. Yes. I had. She did her hair. She's like, I look like a chorus girl. I look like a schoolboy. Oh, yeah. There's honestly, there's nothing worse than a bad cut. I need to side note. So, Sometimes I'm just very impulsive and dumb. And so one day I was getting tired of my hair. And my mom told me the best advice when I was younger. She's like, never cut your hair off when you're around your period because you're not going to necessarily make the best choice. And 
when I have not followed that instruction, I've made questionable hair choices, <laughs> both in color, cut, and just <laughs> processes. So there's this one day I'm just having a rough time. I can't get into my normal stylist. And I'm like, I'm just going to get my hair cut today. I go to like a precision cuts, great clips, like one of those places you nope. can walk in for a $7 cut. And big, like, honestly, yeah, never also never give up your normal person who if you have a person that you like enough to go multiple times, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, also, like I'm a black person with curly hair, but not super curly hair, but it's textured. And I live in a primarily white community with a lot of hairdressers that were not used to black hair, any form of black hair regardless of like you know do you have somebody here who who is familiar with yes, black hair yes oh that's good but this was years ago okay so I go into this great clips or something and anyway the girl's like looking and I say I just I've been searching for one haircut my whole life there's a Cosmo magazine <laughs> it's either Cosmo or Glamour that came out in like early 2000s with Julia Stiles I will put a I will put it up on our social so people can see it and she has the cutest bob haircut that's just like but it's like a flirty bob it's not just like it's not just like smooth down angular bob it's just like kind of flirty and fun and like you just woke up out of bed and like have a cute little short haircut that is all I wanted that is all I wanted I showed that picture to no less than 15 stylists and nobody could ever give it to me and I've been trying to get that cut now for like the last 20 years anyway so I go in for that cut and I'm telling the lady about it. She's like, okay, okay. And again, this is pre-cell phones because I'm mm -hmm. old. And I'm showing her a picture of my Cosmo with Julia Stiles. And so the girl's like, okay. So she starts going at it. I'm used to a salon where they shampoo you, where they do an analysis, where they dry you, where then they cut you. No, homegirl lifts up part of like on the top of my skull, lifts up a giant thing of hair and cuts. No, I am not a hair person. Like I'm not great at doing hair, but I know you do not cut hair like that. That is how she started the cut. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be bad. And I should have just said stop and walked away. Did right. I? No, I did not advocate myself a la Elle Woods and Legally Blonde too. Okay. I didn't. The worst thing ever. I sat in that chair. I let her cut my hair like that. And then I had to walk out and it, I got home and I started crying. I've never cried over hair before. It was like a David Bowie-esque weird oh, bob no. it was too short to put in a ponytail <gasps> so it was just like this you is gonna be to my life it and it was like it was so short that if you put product in it right my hair got greasy so then i had a shower like wash my hair all the time which is not good for my hair and i remember i walked i <laughs> i was at the fred meyer trying to find some hair like balms and stuff to try and like make it work and i ran into a friend of mine and he looked at me and you know, like when somebody doesn't like your haircut and they look at you and you're like, please don't say it. And I was like, I was like, I know I got a bad haircut. This is the story. And he's like, well, he did a well, well, yeah. well, That's an it'll grow out. And I was just like, it was the most horrible thing. And it took like forever. It took a full year to get it back to normal. So then I could get a good haircut. Alas, that is my hair trauma. Um, I mean, at least her hair trauma was for like a reason. Like her yours hair trauma was, just, was for someone she loved. Yeah, yours was just because unfortunately I was stupid. But I think this is a lesson. I think this actually happens. I had when I was in high school, I had a bad it wasn't the worst cut I've ever had, but it was pretty close where the lady I was getting I had bangs. Oh. And I had had bangs for years. Yeah. And she um took my bangs. Mm -mm. twisted no. them and cut them and was like choppy as in no and i should have told her then and there if i were <laughs> a, an adult now if i were an adult i would have said no straighten them out 
yeah i don't like this what's going on here was it like courtney cox a la like mid friends where it was like the super short and then like choppy bangs yeah the fringy ones yes it was bad but i think that happens a lot where they don't where people don't advocate i mean it's like a whole flea bag pop plot line also like i feel like as women we're taught to be like just to try and make smooth things over. Yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, it's it'll fine, fine. It's fine. Oh, I, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to no, say anything. Because then I'll be everything. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> now it's like if somebody comes to me at scissors where I'm like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Get away. Well, you gotta I think you have to have those bed cuts to like build up your confidence yes. to say never again. Never again. I will never have a choppy bang. <laughs> oh my gosh. If choppy short bangs come back in, absolutely not. That will not be my life. But I mean, if you're you not listening you. to this podcast, you're probably not a youth of TikTok. But like youths of TikTok, this is the one thing as a as an aging millennial we task you with. There's lots of things that are coming back from the '90s and <laughs> early 2000s. That ain't it. No, let no, it go. No, just, it was bad just say then. No. It's bad. It would be bad now. Yeah, nobody and, and it didn't look cute on anybody. Also, whale tails. Not a time. What's a whale tail? Oh, where you let your thong hang out of your low rise? Oh pants? gosh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was called that, but yeah, that is not. I've seen some of that a little bit on the TikToks no. with the youths, and I'm like, you don't want to go there. They're like, look at these low rise jeans. I'm like, you don't no. want that. It used to be a one inch inseam, yeah. and your hoo ha was out. Exactly. Anyway, so Homegirl makes this beautiful dinner. So she gussies yeah. herself up. She gets herself together. She makes the chops. She's very excited now to give him, her husband the chain, and Homie walks in the door and sees her and stares stares which is never a good reaction this is what it says he was as quiet as a hunting dog uh when it is near a bird which can't be great says he looks strangely at her he he pointed like a pointed with his nose (laughs) (laughs) something's wrong (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) um but it was just like that he's like just staring at her and then it, he has a weird expression and she's like, it filled me with fear, which first of all, okay, homegirl, that's like not the best, the best, like, what do you think is going to happen? And she starts crying and she's like, don't look at me like that. She's like, I had to cut my hair off and I sold it. I couldn't live without giving you a beautiful Christmas gift. My hair is going to grow again. You won't even care. Will you? And she's like, hey, my hair grows fast. It's just Christmas, Jim. It's let me just let's be happy. Let's be happy. Calm. First off, calm down. <laughs> my version came with illustrations and oh. her hair doesn't look that bad. Oh. It looked cute. It's fine. It's again, it's not like she got like a traumatic buzz cut uneven it's and not like G.I. Jane. No. Calm down. Well, she probably would have looked cute anyway. Like, yeah, whatever. So well, she's, she's so trim. <laughs> she's so trim. <laughs> uh, so she's freaking out. And then she's like, he looks around the room and he's like, did you say your hair is gone? Did I say it? Yeah. Can you see it? Um, I've never, I don't think anything Kevin has ever done or told me has put me into that much shock. <laughs> and <laughs> that you sure can't see the reality. It's not a haircut. <laughs> like, oh, it's gone? You mean what? you can't glue it back Where on? Where did it go? <laughs> oh, but surely you, you wove a blanket out of it. And, <laughs> and then you put it over your head and look like a babushka. Mm. <laughs> no. A babushka. No. Oh, my gosh. No, like, I, no, nothing, nothing that Kevin has ever told me. Like the most shocking thing that's recently happened is we had a tree fall down. I didn't look at him and go, the tree? Where is the tree? <laughs> I also think maybe this is like melodramatic early 1900s writing where, you know, everything is, you know, the drama. 
so like beyond drama. Yes. Beyond. Well, again, he's like her response to him is like he's saying like you're you say your hair is gone and she says you don't have to look for it sir you're looking like that's what i'm picturing like your hair is gone shall it be underneath our our sofa or our under dining the chair pot? under like, the ottoman it's like is it in the in the ice box um it's like sir calm down perhaps you wove wove it into a hot pad and the chops are now on top of it what Oh, she anyway, she's like, she's like, it's sold. I tell you, sold and gone too. It's the night before Christmas, boy. Be good to me because I sold it for you. I'm like, first of all, why are you rhyming all of a sudden? Calm. She needs to calm down. That's all. She's in shock. Everyone's in shock. I hope when I go to shock, I just start saying poetry and rhyming my words. Like the day Maggie Smith, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. So he finally just like hugs it out. They hug for like 10 seconds. That's, um, that's and he says, basically... for let us look in another direction, ma'am, sir, if you get your lives together. If, if <laughs> again, it comes back to Kevin. If Kevin was like, I shall look away. <laughs> like, I'd be like, what the heck is wrong with you? It's a haircut. Okay. I actually misread this because it is the author saying that to oh. like, oh, now let's focus on the magi. And oh, they go into God. the whole story. I thought he but was I like, do- I shall not look at your head for several months. <laughs> it's like it'll grow out i will look at you then <laughs> so the the author o henry talks oh. about talks is saying things of like he's talking about the magi and how they bring valuable gifts but um you know blah 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 there's meaning to all of this and here i have lamely related to you the uneventful chronicle of two f- foolish children in a flat <laughs> who most unwisely sacrificed for each other the greatest treasures of their house yes because we come to find out jim gives him gives her gives what am I, what's the word Della Reese Della Reese gives Della Reese which, gives is, Della why, Reese which is why Della Reese had short hair and touched by the <laughs> show <laughs> she sold it in 1905 uh, and it never grew back but Jim her lovely husband bought her her some hair clips with jewels, jewels. for her beautiful hair which as soon as she said they're like little hair combs that you like just yeah. stick in your hair girl you have short hair you can just put it in the top that's kind of what I thought I was like oh that'd be actually really, really cute. cute yeah she style like, it back it yeah like I think it's not flapper style yet, but like, Give you know, like be, be a trendsetter ahead of your time, girl. And so then she gives him his gift and it's the gold chain. And he's like, Oopsie oh, daisy. oh, you, you haven't seen your beautiful gift. And then she gives it. He's like, oh, I sold my watch. You sold your hair. And here we are, two idiots. <laughs> but here's the deal. One of these. It's not like the other. No. The hair will grow back. The hair will grow back. <laughs> You're that's not why, getting the watch that's, back. That's what's like, are you kidding me? Are you, you sold the watch? Yeah. Like the only heirloom you guys have in this, this piss poor house that you have, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You know, but we know that you're like struggling and you sell the one thing. Which and bought jeweled combs like, when you only bring twenty dollars home every single month. Also a watch is a useful commodity. It's a tool. It's a tool. Like. The hair will come back. I am shooketh that this is what happened. (laughs) And so... I mean, okay. It is a beautiful story of sacrifice for love and of wanting the best. And that sometimes there's like, you know, this comedy of errors. It's funny. That being said, 
Mm. The logic isn't here. No. Yeah. So <laughs> the story ends like this. They Jim like they they're books. smiled and they're like, "Oh, we love each other and like let's put our Christmas gifts away and keep them a while." Mm, keep them a while. What does that mean? We're going to sell them because we have no money now? Like, what? Um and she's and he's yeah. like, "And now I think we should have our dinner." And then the author comes up and talks about the 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 wisdom of this story and sacrificing. So what's but, the next move? Because I think you take the watch chain back, get the money back from the watch chain, go try to get the watch yes. back, and keep the combs. Yes. Absolutely. That is the move. Yeah. Or sell, t- like I think she said three combs. Sell two. Yeah. You and, get one get, comb. and get one comb and go get a cheaper chain. Okay. So the story ends on a high moral note of like, you know. Um, Twas the gift of the Magi who were well known for selling their wares. <laughs> <laughs> So, so so give them to Jesus. But it turns out Jesus had sold the manger. And so he had nowhere to live anyway. I have to say this. Like yeah. I read this story or heard the story back when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Same. For the first time. And I had the same visceral reaction <laughs> that I had when I reread it. Because it's like I remember the story but did it. And then I, when I read it, I was like, this is dumb bitch. <laughs> like that was my, like these people are idiots. This is the dumbest story. Like, I hate it all. Yeah. And I like the, the wisdom that I got from it was zero. Like, people are stupid and don't think things through. And that was my salty, salty You were take. A, a, a five-year-old or a, a ten-year-old cynic is yeah, what you're very saying. Very much so. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding read. me? I would if if my husband would have sold the heirloom watch. Yeah. I would have been like, sir, you are a moron. Yeah. Like, yeah. no. <sighs> also, for some combs, I mean, let's get her some, like, let us, let's get her some, like, job training. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a LinkedIn course for Christmas. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but I don't or know. Or Sarah. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. It just... I I like giving gifts. I like getting gifts. I like giving gifts more than I like receiving gifts. Because yes. I have a weird thing about if you give me a gift and it is clear it has no meaning, it has no thought behind it, it means it's not as – it's not. I, I have feelings about that. Well, I just feel bad like I compelled you in some way to get me a gift. Yeah. like I, I don't like that. Well, I have forced people. Like, So back in the day, yeah. if I were to have a party yeah. for myself – for a birthday or whatever, um, I often would put on the invitations, uh, gifts strongly encouraged. <laughs> like where others say gifts not necessary, mine always say gifts strongly encouraged. So that's my mentality. However, I want a thoughtful gift. Uh, yeah. But anyway, it's a hot mess over here. I think you also give very thoughtful gifts. I don't, I think that there's, I understand that desire to like want something back. I mean, you gave me that the piece of the uh, cross stitch, yeah, of me and Kevin and, and our kitty, our old kitty cat. I, like, I still think that's one of the coolest things that anybody's ever given us. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I mean, you give very thoughtful, kind gifts. It's you know, I just finished my Christmas shopping, so I like we buy for our extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins, all of that for one side of the family, and for years now, I've been the person that like runs that ship and for a lot of years our family 
there's a discrepancy. Like our family just didn't have as much money of that side of the family. And Christmas was always hard because where they might send gift cards and really nice gifts, we didn't have that capability. So my mom would give me a budget. She's like, okay, you need to buy gifts for 15 people and you have $400 go. Yeah. And so it took, I'd have to think about the people and I'd have to like try to dig into their lives and like figure out like, cause some, you know, sometimes you don't talk to people and you're trying to figure it out. And it was like a whole thing to try and make beautiful, thoughtful gifts. Yeah. It's an optimization like, problem. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. But okay. My question to you then is what is the best gift you've ever given? Like one of the favorite gifts you've given. Mm. Ooh, that's a hard question. Oh, I know. Um, I gave my, so I was in college and I didn't have a ton of money, but I saved up and I gave my now husband um, tickets to see the Nuggets versus his favorite basketball team at the time, which was the Cleveland Cavaliers, because it had LeBron, it had Shaq, it had like, it was an all-star lineup and we had nosebleed seats, but I think he was, well, I know, I know he was, he was super excited about it. And then we also hid them in a puzzle box. Mm -hmm. And so it's Kevin. He's a big old nerd. He got sort of like two for the price of one. (laughs) So it was a puzzle box. And then we got him, I got him these uh, tickets to see the Nuggets when we were in college. And he was super excited. Uh, Also, you know, it sort of mixed two of my favorite things, which is we give each other, my family's really bad about giving gifts. Um, in obnoxious ways mm-hmm. that you like take the largest box you have and tape oh. your sister's Dolly Parton <laughs> CD into it. Love it. And so, um, cause my dad is super good at guessing what's in the box. And so, yeah, I, I, uh, I got to give it to him in like a fun way and I got to give it to him. Oh, so I, cool. I think the Nuggets tickets were like the coolest thing. I, a lot, lots of gifts are coming to my head. Uh, okay, I didn't mean it like that. I have given so <laughs> many think, amazing gifts, say, but but I worked with students for a really long time yeah. with youth with a youth group, and so I would do special things, and you know I would just try to make. I I always looked at myself as a memory maker and someone trying to like create moments and memories, and this was like peak. This was 2019. It's peak beauty industry like time, yeah. and like the Shane Dawson, Jeffrey Star, like YouTube series is going off it's like everybody's obsessed with it and I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna try and get some of the palettes and stuff and so when the launch day came I actually like was online and in the craziness of it all I ended up getting like a couple I think I got three palettes don't come for me I got so much crap because I just kept buying wherever I could and then it all started checking out at the same time I was like oh my gosh and then at the when it was all done I remember walking into my co-worker's office because I was using the work my work wi-fi because it was so much faster and literally i was like i just spent like 487 dollars on influencer makeup like what am i doing but i had an extra palette and so one of my youth group girls she was super bummed because she couldn't get it and she had been watching the series and was like obsessed and so um i asked her to come to the church one night to just not night like creepy but like it was nighttime because it was winter so Mm -hmm. it was four o'clock or something i had a meeting there i was like hey before my meeting can you come help me just clean up the youth group room and blah blah blah. and she's like yeah no problem and so she comes and we're cleaning and stuff and then i was like oh my meeting's gonna start but like let's go in there really fast and just say hey to everyone and so there's like no one in there and then i just give her a bag like hey this is for you and she starts opening it and it's the jeffree star shane dawson conspiracy palette and like she was just so 
excited and like so shocked. She's like, is this why you invited me here? I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just like, it was just so fun to like make that happen. So it was, that was probably one of the coolest gifts I've done recently. I think it's neat when you can, that's like the best is when you meet somebody's I'm with you. I don't like it when I get a gift that's like obviously somebody phoned it in or they didn't know where to get me. It's an Olive Olive Garden card. It's an Olive Garden thing. (laughs) Sam fed me too much alcohol. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's your gift card. Here's your gift card. To the Olive Garden. To the Red Lobster, you vegan. Exactly. Okay, I'll just buy $50 worth of Cheddar Bay biscuits. But you know, I, yeah, I think it's like that's the my favorite is when you can like meet a need and also give somebody something that like yeah they want yeah. or like they you know they didn't think about. I got my sister in law one time these um they're um she does a lot of makeup. They're not the best makeup brushes, but they were Harry Potter wand oh my makeup brushes that I found awesome. at Fuego, and they were so cool. And I, I told her I was like, I know these are not the best makeup brushes. I know you have high standards for makeup brushes. Yeah. Like I get that, but also they were wands and she loves Harry Potter. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, it's like two of my favorite things in one. <laughs> and I was like, yes, <sighs> that's great. That's great. So oh, I think that's the like best. super cool. My brother-in-law i like i really like shopping for my brother-in-law because he um has sort of similar i i would say culinary tastes to me and so sometimes like i get him things he one he always gets me like super cool kitchen gadgets and i always try to get him like food kits or Mm, something like that mm -hmm. especially now that he's kind of living in a more rural area he used to live in dc and he could like eat at cool restaurants all the time and so now now i try to give him things that are like of that nature but yeah, he, um, I got him, well, it wasn't for Christmas, but it was for, uh, I think it was just a kind of for the hell of it gift. We got him a subscription to one of the Japanese snack boxes. Oh gosh. And so he was Genius. like, I haven't had like these snacks in so long. This is mm-hmm. so nice. So I think those are, I like giving, um, consumables. I think some of my favorite gifts, I, I, I have to say the other, I think other group of favorite gifts I gave was during all of the lockdowns in 2020, I spent a lot of time learning how to can. Mm, And mm -hmm. I had a garden, and so I would just can stuff for my garden. And I sent out, I I, like basically everybody got this heavy ass uh, (laughs) flat pack (laughs) USBS box of like jams and jellies. Mm -hmm. And I I did like, I did uh, blueberry, cherry, apple butter. Uh, I did pickles. I did hot peppers. I did salsa. I learned how to like water bath and pressure can that year. So everybody just got like a shit heap of cans and canned goods. And it was like a whole year's worth of, of, uh, of basically of labor yeah. like base or a half year yeah. it was like basically june onwards i had been canning whenever something would come into season so it was like really cool at the end to like grab everything and be like yeah i actually I worked did, on your yeah. presents for a year uh i do that with i've done that with um crochet because i cr- i like to crochet sometimes yeah my fixation is offering i tried to f- one of my family members had like requested a blanket for christmas this year a crochet blanket i started it last year it is not even close. <laughs> I had to go That's, out and buy yeah. gifts because I was like, oh, it's not happening. But yeah. but some of my favorite gifts, like, and I'm not a great, like, crocheter by any means. I'm still a novice in many respects. But, like, you know, I made, I've made lots of baby blankets for friends. And I've made lots of just, like, the most... The most ambitious one so far was this giant wedding blanket. Oh, and wow. my cousin, she got married. And she's, like, a Georgia girl. Like, 
I don't know the college, but the bulldog one, Georgia you know, I think it's I don't University know. of Georgia. There we go. Yeah. I don't do that, guys. I don't do sports. I don't do universities. <laughs> the, the sports uh, ball. <laughs> but the yeah, it's, their colors were red and black and white. And so I made this blanket and I just, it was kind of just free, free done with different stitches. And it came out pretty cool. Like, I mean, was it perfect? Absolutely not. But it was so fun to make and be able to give. And like, just like all the time working on it and then thinking about them and I don't know. It was really nice. So oh, I kind of talked about this in the last episode, but or two episodes ago. But when you like are making something for somebody, it mm-hmm. is like a meditation on them. Yeah, and you're you know Very you much think so. about like oh yeah this is I you know this is I care about this person. I so every year I make my brother. Well, this will be a spoiler. It's actually not a spoiler. He has to know it's coming. Uh, I make him hot sauce. Oh, nice. And so usually with peppers I grew or that I get oh, from my friend cool. that they grew. And that like this year I gave her some of the starts. So like it's sort of like they're all my babies in some sense. But yeah, we like I make him hot sauces. Aww. And so it's like a whole year of like when I'm out there tending them like, oh, these are these are going to be good hot sauces for Keith. That's these so are going to cool. be good for Keith. So yeah, oh, that's so much love. I have one more I need to share because it popped into my head. Yeah. So my grandpa turned 100 and he's going to turn 105 in 2023. But like two years ago when he turned 103, I wanted to do something special because it was peak pandemic. He'd been in his house like for a whole year, you know, not seeing people or traveling or anything. And so I decided I'm gonna, I was going to give the 103 gifts. So I got him 103 of his favorite things. So I got him 103 pieces of bacon, 100 and- <laughs> I got him 103 like chocolates that he liked and I got him 103 scratch tickets and then I took it to him and I stood in the doorway while he like opened and whatever but the scratch tickets like you know we talk about sacrifice in this story okay this isn't a true sacrifice but I did sacrifice a little bit of my pride because the looks I was getting as I had to go to store to store to store in order to buy 103 scratch tickets (laughs) and a lot of them they only sell them like you know do one at a time so I was like okay I'll do 40 at this store people just look at me like I was like you had a problem like I had (laughs) and I want to make these are for my grandpa he's 103 I'm like shouting it at the Albertsons like we don't care lady this is not for me justify it how you will lady we don't care it's you it's you you have the problem oh and i got him 103 ounces of his favorite wine did he did he i want to know did he get anything from the scratchers he only cool. made like ten dollars or it would something be very cool if he got 103 dollars oh it would have been amazing but i think he made like you know not even close to what was yeah spent. i i know that this sounds silly but when ever so often for christmas my mom will get us scratchers in our oh, yeah. stocking stuffer i love it it's i so love dumb. scratchers for christmas <laughs> i so think fun. that is the only time of year i buy scratchers yeah. and it's just like I love that's like family. Here's twenty dollars in scratchers. Yeah. Ha- Merry Christmas! And people will sit there. My mom got special coins for everyone to like scratch <laughs> with. So we'll sit there in dead silence, all just yeah. scratching our tickets on I Christmas think it's morning. Like super fun because then you're like, oh, did you get anything? Yeah. And it kind of becomes a competition. Kev's family. Oh, this. Ah, okay. So Kev's family are really intense and they're very competitive. I love them dearly, but they're very competitive and they love to play games and they love to do, do this stuff. So every year, my father-in-law has these like mazes 
that you have to finish the maze to get oh, the gift I've card that's those. inside. Yeah. So that's fine. You know, that's like not that weird. We had a, so for a long time we would just have like a race and see who can get out of out of it first. And at this point they've been reused, so you kind of know the pattern, like you know how to do it. So now that he's retired, my father-in-law has started doing crazier and crazier setups. So one <laughs> year he wrapped them entirely in duct tape. He does not thankfully do this to me and my sister-in-law. I'd be like, Kevin, all yours, baby, all yours. I'll support you. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some cookies. But he, uh, he, especially to Scott, my brother-in-law and, and Kevin, he'll like wrap them in duct tape. And last year he made like full boxes. He like nailed them into oh boxes and they were had to like... It's this whole thing. It's very fun. It's very cool. Yeah. But it always cracks me up how like insane it mm-hmm. gets. And then there's also a special prize for whoever gets it out the first. Oh, so. nice. Well, there's that incentive too. Yeah. It's wow. super silly. I love to I there's a lot of TikTok people that like will do like where they have like these long, huge screws with like a thousand yeah. nuts on them that you have to do. I just think Okay, it is annoying, but the thought that that per- because the person had to put that on. Oh, my father-in-law lives for this shit. Yeah. He like he loves it so much. Yeah. And just like he it's actually more fun to watch him than it yeah. is to watch my brother-in-law cuss at a duct tape wrapped <laughs> box but it's so fun to watch my father-in-law because he's like a kid he's just like so excited he's put so much mm-hmm. thought into like how am i going to foil these children and like and it's like, got so funny it's super cool i i actually really like it except when i'm the on the receiving end and then i'm like oh god this like, mm. i'm not very good at this no. it takes uh me sometimes an embarrassingly long amount of time to do it when um we were kids, my mom sometimes, not me, but my little brother, she would do, sca- okay, I didn't mean it like that, but a little bit, and only slightly bitter. She would do scavenger hunts for his birthdays and stuff. So it's like to that's find fun. your gifts, you'd have to like run around the whole house. And yeah, um, that's actually something I would do with my youth group actually at Easter to get their Easter candy and stuff. They had to do this elaborate and it was so freaking corny. And yeah. these are all like really cool high school students and middle schools. So, you know, they're like too cool, not too cool for school, but they're just cool and mostly guys and i'm like you're doing a scavenger hunt if you want the candy and then they got it was so fun they would get so competitive and like people would be eating clues because they didn't want anybody else to see them (laughs) just like what is happening this is like one of those things that everybody turns back into a 10 year old when these things come out yeah it's fun it's just fun so i mean and there's just i don't know sometimes i think as especially as you get older there's less and less like goofy fun yes and goofy fun is just fun so let's just embrace my friend christian says that he says that uh, adults don't play enough Mm because i I had them over to a party and we had a it was for a pride party and we had a a parade and everybody had to decorate their own floats Mm -hmm. out of boxes and i i you know in my head i was like this will be so much fun we'll paint things and we'll stick on things and then everybody was a little bit like oh okay oh this is we're really doing this we're really this wasn't just a joke and when i put out all the materials you know that was what he said i said i got kind of embarrassed of oh i'm sorry he said no adults don't play enough this is super fun we're playing yeah and then by the end there were all of these goofy floats we had like all of these fun things it was super cool it was it was really cool I don't know. I think that that's one thing that I like about the, the seasons of gift giving, whether it be birthdays or specific holiday or whatever, is just the fun that can come from it of, you know. Yeah. I don't when know. When you give a neat gift. I, I'm, um, I get very anxious because I do want to give out something that's meaningful or mm-hmm. I want to give something. But it gives me it gives me a lot of anxiety. It does mm-hmm. like 
I think I like what you said. I like Thanksgiving generally a little bit better because it's all the same trappings of like we get to hang out, we get to eat food, we get to mm-hmm. you know spend time together without the stress of the gift giving. Yes. Well, I have given great gifts in the well, I I think I've given great gifts in the past. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everybody's like, man, Sam's the sh- like the worst. Um, I do think that um I it it's like I always I stress out a lot about it and then mm-hmm. I think like why haven't I been paying attention for a full year mm-hmm. <laughs> to oh, this 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 last year kicked my butt because I just have been kind of like inward focused yeah and so I was buying gifts actually this weekend and first of all I don't know what came over me but I went out on a Saturday Gross. at like 11 why and I, I don't know I lost you my go mind to the mall? I didn't drink any no I didn't go to the mall but I went to like the Target and the TJ no. Maxx all that stuff and I hadn't drank any water. I didn't eat any food. I'm just out there like a ravenous. Like, How'd you not kill someone? It was pretty challenging. But it was just like <laughs> I kept looking for stuff and going to stores. And then like I couldn't find what I needed for someone. And I had I had bought for somebody that I don't know at all. I never yeah. even really met them. And I literally am like standing in an REI scrolling through their Instagram and their Facebook back years. I'm like, bitch, whatever you do, do not like one of these freaking pictures because that will send you over the edge. <laughs> You cannot like a picture from 2017. They will think you're a freak. <laughs> so, but, but it was just like, I was trying so hard. And it's like, I went to so many stores and, and I ended up like the next, I couldn't find anything. I came home so defeated and I had a headache because I was so like hungry and tired. And I was like, I'm just staying in. I'm not going out on Sunday. And then Sunday it started snowing. I'm like, I'm definitely not going out now. And then I put my pants on and I walked out the door and I found like the, a really good, what I think is a good gift for them. And it was just like, it was such a relief. Yeah. But I was just like, that is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> that is not worth the stress. It's it's too much. Yeah. Too, it's much, too pressure. much pressure. And it's like, it's for the dumb. It's all self-imposed. Like this person is not expecting a gift from my family. Like they're not like those who just didn't get me a gift. <laughs> You know, like, how dare she not know what I want for the yeah. REI from 2017? Right. Like, <laughs> I think the worst is like, you know, when you put so much thought in and then you realize like, what did you get me for Christmas? And you're like, are you kidding me? Did you know it was it was coordinated paper and a theme? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I sometimes get frustrated. I have to admit when that happens where I spend a lot of time and like I I. I try, I don't think it's necessarily looking for like validation in the way that I'm like, you know, recognize me and appreciate me. But like also I do, you know, I hope that people know how much time when I, when I put it into that they do. I agree. There's a few people in my life that I stopped buying presents for them because they, they didn't reciprocate presents, which is not about that. But I feel like if, if we don't exchange gifts, then if I give you a gift, yeah. And you don't give one back, which is fine. You should say thank you. Yeah, that's that's my rule of like manners. I would prefer a written thank you, but I realize today's the technical age. I will take a text. Yeah. But as soon as you stop doing anything, like you don't give a gift back, and you don't say thank you, or you don't acknowledge that you even received it. Like I have to message like, did you get the package? Because I'm afraid it got stolen off your porch. Right. Oh, that's that's you know? bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like you. I was just imagining like, somebody no. just taking the present and walking away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, be, I become the Grinch and I'm like, absolutely no gifts for you, my well, child. I, I actually don't think that's a terrible response because I think sometimes gift giving is, is very stressful for other people. And so you should acknowledge when you get a gift. Yeah. Like that's, that's ludicrous. But and I not just think... stare off into the, a direction. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that, um, you know, if if that's not not to invoke the uh, extremely chuggy, 
love languages. But uh, if that's not the way you show appreciation yeah. or the way that it's shown to that you if receiving or giving gifts isn't the way you you know you you get or give appreciation, then it could just be like an added point of anxiety. Yes. And I don't want to do that to no. you either. So that's fine. Yeah. We don't need to do presents. No. We you, don't present. You can just say, Oh, let's not exchange gifts. I'm like, yeah. cool. I'll take you off my list. I got too much going on anyway. Okay, that was very I, aggressive. My sister and I actually, like, if we find each other, my sister loves giving gifts. Um, if we don't, though, we've gotten to the point where now that we're adults, we, if we don't find something that we really like, we'd rather just save our money mm-hmm. and go do something together. Yeah, and for sure. More. Experience. We have plans to go to Dollywood. Oh, So now nice. it is out in the ether. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So what are your final feelings on this lovely tale by O. Henry? <laughs> What what would you what would you rate or what was your final feelings and what would you rate this this masterpiece? John Dibblewibble <laughs> Youngsworth the third yes Esquire <laughs> is an idiot yeah and Della Reese she'll be fine yeah Della Reese will grow her hair back yeah. and it'll be fine and she'll have beautiful clips or combs she, she, yeah, to go in them exactly yeah. little butterfly clips yeah Ooh, very nice. let's bring it back oh <laughs> twisties that was a Halloween costume at the at the party city this year you could buy butterfly clips and go as 90s you got that a flip my... phone and a cho- one of those choker plastic necklaces you know the ones the tattoo that are ones? yes that was it that was a Man. costume you are old <laughs> Some words are coming to my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean my seventh grade picture? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We're now the joke. Uh, okay. This is yeah. how everybody felt when I wore 70 shit. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that it's, uh, I think the idea of sacrificing for a loved one and giving up your most pride possession because you want to do something nice for another person is fine. This story is ham-fisted as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... Eight-year-old me is like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Which, you know, that's funny because I do think of you as a very kind and generous person. Yeah, but I would I would never. Like, if you were yeah. like, Beth, sell your cat for telly. I was going to say, sell for telly. I would just be <laughs> like, bitch, are you love. kidding me? Like, I don't love you at all if you ask me to sell my cat. Yeah. But that's what I feel like. I feel like that's not... I mean, I get the sacrifice, but I think that sometimes... Neither of them asked the other to do it. They neither. were both trying to be nice, and then they both ended up... Which, okay, I get the beauty of that, but it's just like, yeah, you sacrifice something that... You didn't have to, and you could have done a different sacrifice, and you could have... When Kevin Like, and what's going to happen in, like, a year from now, yeah. and he's resentful that he doesn't have his grandfather's pocket watch, yeah. and he's taking it out on you... And calling you ugly and he sells your hair clips and then takes up with the mistress. It went very dark. The longest haired mistress. <laughs> no, I, I kind of see that. Like we've had some pretty, Kevin and I have had some lean years where, mm-hmm. um, especially when we were first, when we were at late college, early grad school. We're pretty, like I was pretty broke. And so we would usually just decide to do something else. Yeah, We're going to spend a day together. We're going to order pizza hut i mean we're we're trash we're trash pandas but you know i'm sorry pizza hut's classy pizza if you sell me little caesars i'd be like right there with you that's trash panda i have no nothing against a hot and ready yeah it's delicious delicious. especially after frisbee oh Oh my gosh so good kevin just almost bought one tonight honestly really but then i was like don't show sam your true colors you were eating cheese melted on crackers (laughs) when i got here it was so trash (laughs) 
I was like, that looks good. See, I walked to the door and I'm like, I literally just taken some fancy crackers I'd gotten on sale and put some shredded cheese and melted it. No seasoning and just eating that as my my favorite part was that you announced it like it's a thing. I'm just eating cheesy crackers. I was like, all right, cool. I had trash enchiladas where I took everything and put it in That's chili a sauce meal, and threw it in the oven. No, no, I, I, I thought it was funny. I, I, no. I did offer her some, but she you was did. like, "Ma'am, I did not say that." I was like, "I've already eaten yeah, trash no, enchiladas." I know, that, I know that you would. I would absolutely eat, eat melted those, cheese yeah. on a cracker. Yeah, I'm not above that. I, I ate know. three of your like dub chocolates today, just like coming in your office. Um, yeah, I just think that there's other ways to show love and appreciation now. That might be, that's the way that I think, that way that yeah. I feel about getting and receiving love. I w- would much rather not panic about buying a present and would rather just spend time with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as you're saying this, I'm thinking about how much he loved her hair and the fact that she, he cut off, she cut off the thing that he loved most about Is her. Is it selfish? He, she cut off the thing that he loved the most about her so that she could have the pleasure of giving him a gift because she wanted to give him a gift. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's secretly selfish. Okay, people are gonna hate us, but Full yes, cycle. yeah, everybody's gonna like you guys are horrible. Zero stars. What a bunch of bitches! <laughs> they don't understand the the joy of O Henry. They don't know what Christmas is. They don't know what yeah what the reason for the season is. Well, I'm telling you, this girl right here is given this half a hair comb. That's my rating. Half a hair, half comb. a hair comb. Oh, like it's just. Fine. It's not my, I mean, again, eight-year-old me, I'm having this vague memory of my teacher maybe reading this during like the Christmas right yeah. before whatever, and me like rolling my eyes <laughs> as an eight-year-old, like, are you kidding me? And looking around the room, that is the memory I'm I'm having. So yeah, half a hair comb. Well, I will, I will match that mm-hmm. with a tarnished broken chain link. Oh, that's bad. Only one. Only Useless. one link. Yeah. yeah. The rest has been lost. So, so if this was a joyful story for you. <laughs> Merry you grew Christmas up. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it. So I'm excited. So next month, it's a new year. It's a new us. It's 2023. And I'm sure everything will change between then and now. We'll be new, brand new people. A hundred percent. Like as soon as literally when I wake up, I go to bed on the 31st broken down i wake up on the first i spring to life i am a new person with a new personality for a good six hours i've had like three of these i go to bed (laughs) and the next morning it's not so springy Uh, by these i mean the eggnogs that we just had and uh yeah not so springy i kind of want to biscuits and gravy (laughs) that's how i greet the new year oh well i'm excited because our very first book of 2023 is one of my favorite stories it really changed me as a human i read it in sixth grade and it's called the girl who owned a city and it's one of my favorite books of all time and i'm very excited to share it with sam i'm pumped i've never read this one so i'm excited it's a dystopian future where children rule the world so it's just fabulous those are some of my favorite stories like my go-to are zombie stories and stories of people surviving through you know whatever horrors come their way maybe that says a lot about my childhood it's fine though guys lots of therapy so if you want to read along (laughs) with us you can pick up a book on um ebay you can pick up at your local you know bookstore you can buy a lot of used books online yeah so i would really i think that we got them for like 
six bucks, three bucks, something like that. Mine so. definitely has the binding of an elementary school <laughs> and I'm very excited. <laughs> it was so, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this in the library. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm excited for, um, yeah, a new, a new year, but I'm most excited that it's, we're just, I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. I'm excited for more eggnog. I'm excited for getting some gifts for giving some gifts, for not having to cut my hair off. That's true. And Thankful for that. Well, I already cut it off. There's not much left to give. <laughs> it's time for your buzz cut. Oh, G.I. Jane. Call me Demi Moore. It's going to be so good. Well, yeah. happy holidays, Beth. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love you.